Hello and welcome to another episode of the Infinite Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Payam Riazi, and it's been a minute. It's been a while since we've come on this show and put out an episode. I first made this show as a way to express my thoughts and experiences through being a human and just trying to get a gauge and talk about this dichotomy of the human experience with the wisdom and knowledge of knowing that we're spiritual beings inside of this vessel. We are extensions of God and source embodied in this mortal being for such a short amount of time relative relative to time and space. And you know, I'm always a preacher of faith. I'm always a preacher of God, universe, whatever it is that expresses itself to you in that way is true to you, right? One of my earlier episodes, we talked about how I may pray to Jesus, you may pray to Buddha, Allah, Krishna, whatever, whatever that embodiment is to you. The thing that unites it all is that many of us pray and we seek the wisdom of something grander than us that's beyond this world. And it's really amazing because when you do certain, it could be psychedelics or even just going through life in its own, you get to places where you really realize that there's just such a grander experience to this all. There's, there's a grander experience to this entire thing and that you are an extension of it. Without you, it wouldn't be possible. And without it, none of it would be possible in a way. Since my last episode, it's been rather heavy in my own personal life. But heavy means good too. Heaviness brings its own challenges and speed bumps and... It shows you what you're made of. Now, since then, I have left my current occupation that I that I was doing at the time. And that was a big step, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of financial responsibility on my shoulders and that's not a bad thing. You know, as as men especially in this world, we must bear the responsibility of all things that is for us to bear and no one else. Now, leaving a steady income was definitely hard. And there was many factors that led to this decision. And there was definitely a specific catalyst that I just can't get into in terms of privacy for others. But long story short, It's been something that I've been eyeing to do for some time. I remember the moment when I realized like, okay, this is happening sooner than I had wanted to pull the trigger, even though I've been knowing that this would happen for really a few years at this point. I remember I did a uh, breathwork session on myself. So if you've been following me, you know that I facilitate breakthrough breathwork experiences. And what that means is we just go into your subconscious through 
intentional breathing in a specific pattern. And I did it for myself and it was great. It was very relieving and it was also a great way for me to let go of whatever fear that was coming up, right? Because, you know, in this economy, there are many people who are doing great and there's a lot of people who aren't. And I want to make sure that I'm on the doing great part and not just selfishly, but obviously I have a family to provide for. I want to grow my family, be able to provide for all of us. And, you know, money isn't necessarily a vice that brings happiness, but it is definitely a tool that solves a lot of issues and it solves a lot of problems and the interdimensional stress within a family, money helps and it helps a lot. So between the last podcast episode and now, I've been on my own entrepreneurship, self-employed, freelancing business. And so what I'm doing right now is I am doing a lot of copywriting and marketing for right now it's a personal brand, but I'm expanding to e-commerce and other personal brands as well. And what does that dictate necessarily? Well, it's selling with words and psychology. It's creating funnels, websites, and the whole sphere. And what's amazing about that is because I chose to do that route because it's something I actually enjoy on top of, for example, this podcast. It's still just a, it's a, it's an expression It's an avenue to express my message, right? And the reason I wanted to go down this road is I've been actually studying for about eight to nine months. And it's great to have gone all in into it because, well, there's no other plan B, right? And what's really unique is that I'm able to actually work with entrepreneurs and more specifically spiritual entrepreneurs and help them develop their brand, their messaging, and also help them with their bottom line, which then feeds them, it feeds their customers and clients, and it feeds me. So that's what I've been up to personally. Now, the reason I share this is because you might be in a similar position. You might be in a position where you might want to leave your job, but you're scared to let go because of, and you insert your X, Y, and Z points that are valid, right? It's it's hard to leave a job that is draining your soul and your time and your energy because, well, you need every cent to feed yourself or your family, right? Again, I understand. I hear you. I'm going through that. But one of the things you have to ask yourself is, what's the risk of not doing that what's the risk of staying you know what's the risk of just staying in this in this mediocre not okay but not too bad kind of place in life what are the ramifications that come up from living like that because you're not necessarily outright dying but you're also not doing well And I feel like I've lived like that for a while, much longer than I'd wanted to. And it makes you feel stuck. And I think the worst part of it is that 
when you're stuck mentally, that that is what drains and kills your gifts from God and what you're meant to do here. And a, and a quick preface to this is that not everyone is supposed to do this grand thing. There are obviously people that just want to do a nine to five or they want to do whatever it is they do, like labor work. Those are the things that are really important. I'm just talking to anybody that deep down knows they're supposed to do something different, yet they're not. And there's a deep psychology to this beyond the material reasons not to take risks and stuff. And I think the, the psychology of it, at least in my experiences, there's a few factors. One is a lot of us run from pain in this world of just straight comfort and readily available stimulation, right? You want to, you know, you want to release your load, you go on a website, you understand you want food, you click two buttons, it's there in half an hour. You can buy shit on Amazon and it's at your door the next day, if not day of, right? We have these luxuries that are so instant and easy to get. We rarely intentionally put ourselves through discomfort and we end up living, like I said earlier, we live this uncomfortable but comfortable life and it's a very weird paradigm to live in and just to preface again i'm not judging i'm i go through these experiences too and so what happens if we flip the switch in our brains and say okay let me put myself through intentional pain What's the worst that's going to happen? And I think when you get to that part within your own psychology, the aura around you changes because all of a sudden you start thinking a little bit different. The actions that you do are just a little bit different. And over time, these things will become new habits Usually they're more disciplined habits. And when you compound that over time, it's how you change who you are, which changes your life. And eventually you get to this point where you see yourself attracting opportunities, success, relationships, rather than chasing And so these two points is what I went through psychologically between these past few months of my last episode and today because it was a point where the pain of doing the same thing and not taking a risk in terms of work was more dreadful and I could feel and see that it was the wrong path, that the short-term pullback would be the catalyst for me to, to harvest the seed of opportunity. And just like an arrow, when you have a bow and arrow, the only way that arrow is going to move forward is by you drawing it back. And that, while I was making that decision, that was the 
thought and the visualization that I was experiencing, I was like, okay, I know I'm going to go there. I know the target of my arrow, but the only way to do that is to now draw my arrow back so that I could launch forward. And I think that's a great analogy for anyone listening to keep in their mind and keep in their forefront. Sometimes you create a certain setback to launch you forward. But the caveat to that is that you need to have a plan of some sort. What does that mean? You need to know yourself enough to understand what you're going to do with your time and energy during this setback has to be on point and on target because it's very easy to be aimless in life where you load your agenda for the day with a bunch of useless tasks that actually don't move the needle forward. They just keep you quote unquote busy. And I've been there. I actually go through this daily. I have a lot of, I don't know if it's ADD or ADHD, whatever the fuck it is. I have this thing where if I don't write shit down on my calendar and I have a critical task list, I can literally waste the entire day just doing like random shit. And then nothing, nothing is actually moving the needle. And so these are really important things to keep in mind. And to draw on the psychology again, our world is a mirror of who we are. It is not a window. So what you frequently see is your frequency, right? Wes Watson said that. I think the other way around, he said, your frequency is what you frequently see. And that is such a true point because everything, everything in our physical world has been an extension and it's been realized through the thought of man, everything, the device you're listening this on, the bed that you sleep on, the roads that you drive on, the shoes that you walk in, the buildings that you see, the homes that you see, it's all come from a blueprint within the mind. And in a similar sense, we all have a spiritual blueprint, which we can uncover in a different episode through numerology, but we all have our own blueprint with the type of life and the style of life that we want to live. But how many of us actually write down this blueprint or just try and dig deep to see and uncover what this blueprint really is because a lot of us don't really know what we want. The scene in the notebook where, I forgot his name, but the guy, the main guy in the notebook, he's screaming to the chick, what do you want? What do you really want? You know, and and the girl knows it deep down. Right? It's such a good scene because a lot of us go through that Every day, we kind of know what we want. We really know what we want deep down. We only just scratch the surface. But you can only find the deep things when you go looking for the deep things. And so I challenge you to take inventory of the thoughts that you have, the beliefs that you have, and see if you can 
inverse those thoughts and beliefs and think about what the opposite of those would be. And so if you're scared to make a move career-wise, ask yourself, what would it look like if I wasn't scared? What would it look like if I knew I couldn't fail? Where would my limitations be? If I knew that at the end of the road, I got everything I wanted, I became who I wanted, what things would I do different? I believe I talked about this in a previous episode, but one of the most impactful visualizations I had in a breathwork experience when I was at my ayahuasca retreat was that I just saw myself in this self-induced cage. And the visual that I saw was I was this lion, this majestic, strong lion who lived in a cage. And the worst part was that I had the key. No one trapped me in there. It was my own psychology. It was my own trauma and limited beliefs that held me back, that I allowed to hold me back, you see? And in many ways, when you look at the world, how many of us, this cage from our own psychology, and we accept things that are below our standard because we think that we can't do better. That goes to relationships, jobs, income, purpose, your mission. Everyone goes through shit. Everybody. But what separates the people that we idolize and we look up to and the rest of the crowd? They're human. And not everyone has the same experience. No. But we all go through shit. It's just displayed differently. You know? So one of the things that I am working on daily now is taking inventory on the standards that I accept that are below what I expect. And that's a big thing. We want to demand our standard because when we don't and like legitimate standards, right? Like no bullshit. When we demand those standards, but we release the expectation to control the outcome of the other person's behavior or reaction to our standard, that's when we start to change our lives. And this hit home for me a lot, this realization, because not just in my personal relationships, but even work, how many of us are doing things that are or accepting things that are below our standard. And this could be as simple as maybe you have a shitty boss. Yeah, maybe you need that check to come in, but is it worth you being degraded daily, five days a week, 40 hours a week? And what does that do to your own psychology? And you bring it home and then your kids see that and then your kids witness you and they hear you complain. And then they learn that they have to accept shitty shit too. And so these are the things that we have to really think about and observe in our lives. And 
one caveat to all of this is to make sure that we're also not overvaluing ourselves because there's a difference between working and becoming disciplined that creates confidence versus being arrogant and cocky because it's also easy to overvalue yourself, right? You want to always be doing more than another to separate yourself as an asset, not just at work, but even in your own home, right? How many times do we hate to bear responsibility on our shoulders and almost like hot potato it back and forth to our partners or kids or our parents? It's a shitty way to live, yo. And it just brews more mediocrity. And that's that's a plague in society. It really is. And I know everything we talk about now, it's coming from a privileged space. We don't have war, but there's places around the world right now that are experiencing war. You know? And to go off on that tangent, but there's reasons for this. There's reasons that even as a society in the Western world, we at some point let go of the standard that we expected the government to withhold. The government used to be for the people. Now it's obviously completely not that. It's them versus us. Shouldn't be like that. And I, and that goes back to the point of my entire show's message was be the change you wish to see in the world. And that starts at home. That starts from the moment you're going to bed to the moment you wake up. What thoughts do you want to think about? What beliefs do you want to create in your life? And what beliefs do you have to let go of? Just remember, no matter what you go through, the only way out is to go through it. That is the only way. You cannot go around the corner. You can't run. You can run, but you can't hide. That pain, that discomfort is there. And the only way out of it is to go through it. Think of a bison. They're one of my favorite animals. Bisons know that when a storm is coming, they're the only ones that actually go through the storm. They move into the storm because they know that's actually the only way and the quickest way out of it is to just go head on, to spearhead the storm. And so my message for today, and it's a message for myself, whatever storm that you're in, whatever storm that's on the horizon, stand tall, chin towards God, and you move through it one step at a time. You got this. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting my show. I'm happy to say that I'll be producing more episodes and I cannot wait to share them with you. Thank you and peace.